Hello and welcome to A Bit Beyond, a mini podcast brought to you by me, Contrera, delivering you a little bit of feminist happiness in your eardrums. This week I have three stories to bring to you. One is an update on Star Wars, the second is an update from Westworld, and the third is about women working behind the scenes at the BFI. Let's begin with Star Wars. I was really sad to hear this week that Kelly Marie Tran, who plays Rose Tico in The Last Jedi, has been forced to shut down her Instagram account because she has received an onslaught of abuse from people who don't think that both women and those who aren't white Caucasian, as uh, Kelly Marie Tran is Chinese Asian, uh, shouldn't be part of the Star Wars universe. This is obviously something abhorrent and I really feel for Kelly Marie. However, the rallying around from other members of the Star Wars cast, from celebrities and from the vast majority of Star Wars fans who love her character and love the fact that the sci-fi Star Wars universe is so inclusive, have been backing her and celebrating Kelly Marie. We here at Beyond Bechdel always support those who stand up to bullying and harassment. And to further celebrate Kelly Marie, here's a clip from an interview she gave to Ignition about what the Star Wars universe means to her. What's incredible about just Star Wars in general, and from its inception, it's done really groundbreaking things. From when the first films came out and you had Leia as this like amazing female strong character, um, and now we have the newer films and you have Rey, and um, you're getting Holdo, who is an amazing character. Um, I think that Star Wars is just continuing to be groundbreaking. I don't know that I have an opinion in terms of, obviously, like, male versus female. I think that um, maybe in the resistance, I don't know, maybe maybe girls are more apt to having hope. (laughs) I think she's certainly right about women and hope, and I hope that she returns to Instagram really soon. Our next positive news comes in the form of a speech given by a character called Angela in the latest episode of Westworld, which did more than many people realise for the feminist cause. Actress Tallulah Riley, who plays Angela, has been amazing this season, playing a character who is tasked with utilising her sexuality in order to at first give guests to the Westworld Park what they want and then later to meet her own ends and in this scene she distills succinctly the differences between being a man and being a woman and what people think our purposes are and particularly her purpose as a robot that's designed to meet every heterosexual male's need. Here's the speech. Goddamn, you're pretty. <laughs> Not just pretty. Perfect. Just as you built me to be. Sexy. Threatening. Accommodating. But not unchallenging. Sweet. Not boring. Smart. Not intimidating. (laughs) 
it takes real skill to insert a speech in an entertainment program which actually speaks to the differences between people in society and particularly the experiences of women and how they are objectified and how so much more is expected of them particularly when they have been objectified so I would like to thank the writers for doing such an exemplary job and bringing this to attention in the guise of entertainment. Beauty should be celebrated but it in no way should inform a woman or a man or anybody's capabilities. Finally, I recently attended an event at the BFI, which stands for the British Film Institute, which resides in many places, including the National Film Theatre on the South Bank in London. The event was called Behind the Scenes and focused on a number of roles of women within the BFI and how important their jobs are. I was able to listen to speeches from archive curator Bryony Dixon about the early material from the Victorian age and how she's archiving that, uh, from events programmer Anna Bogutskaya, who talks about the Women Focus Month of Programming, which is coming up from next weekend at the BFI, and also with Diversity Officer Jen Smith, who talked about how to make the film industry more equal. Here's an excerpt from Jen's talk where she is discussing the challenges in trying to bring an anti-bullying and harassment policy to the film and TV industry. And I think coming in bright-eyed, bushed-tailed and generally positive is great, but you have to couple that with knowledge and expertise. And people on my shoulder like Rebecca O'Brien, really esteemed producers who've been working in this field, you know, and really trying to drive inclusion for like 30 years, it's like, this is the moment, Jen, you've got to go for it. The door is open to have this conversation. And we were really clear about making it about bullying and harassment in general terms, not just sexual harassment, because there are multiple power imbalances in the industry. And people were talking about their experiences. And I think, for me, you know, from about October to about mid-February prior to the BAFTAs, because we were gearing up for the BAFTAs as a moment to have this ready, to really, you know, embed this, it was really quite nerve-wracking because we didn't really know how things were going to land. You know, if you had a major union that were like, we're not, we're not with you, mm. that's a huge problem. Just so keeping everybody together and designing things by committee is not always easy. Mm. So that was a huge challenge. The freelance industry, huge challenge. You know, designing stuff with ACAS that would speak to a production mm. and not a traditional business model huge challenge but the work goes on you know we're not at the end so we were running more training for producers and people in the industry yesterday we're still shaping it we're not saying that we think that this is the end result we're saying we're better than we were six months ago in six months time we'll be better again you know globally it's not just us talking to people and saying well we're doing this it's us listening to say okay so how are you doing it in Sweden and what's going on in Canada and it's all of that kind of partnership stakeholder stuff that I really really like that I think makes us have a, a richer kind of end result but it is continually iterative so it never stops moving and another thing that we're doing with um 
some kind of, of the, you know, the actors and actresses that got involved with the Times Up movement is going out to drama schools and, you know, in November we're doing some education outreach so that you're catching that future generation coming in as well as people who are within the industry right now. And here's a little bit from Bryony discussing her archive project and the difficulties and the excitements in attempting to find and preserve films made in the Victorian age. So can you maybe talk us through this story mm. behind acquiring this material? Yeah, so, so this, is a, this is a good case in point. So um, the thing I've been working on lately is uh, the Victorian film. So these are films from the very, very early days, so from 1895, when the first um, projectable film was made in England. That is debatable, hold the was first thing. Um, <laughs> this was a huge argument, so we never get to the end of it. Um, thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm taking out to 1901. Uh, the Queen dies in January, but you can't do a bit of a year. So I'm going up to the end of 1901, which gives us... Uh, a very good um, sort of five-year period of the very earliest films made in this country. So the Victorian film has meant me going out and acquiring some films, bringing some films into the collection. It means conserving um, films, which uh, means you're responsible for um, knowing that the water, you know, that water isn't leaking into the vaults. To find out more about the British Film Institute's work and the many people that work there, I recommend going to the website bfi.org.uk and searching for behind the scenes. The BFI shows so many different types of film appealing and made by all different types of people and I think it's an essential part of the British film industry. Thanks very much for listening to A Bit Beyond. I hope this has made you smile. And to play us out, John Williams's Rose's theme from The Last Jedi. Till next time, bye. Mm-hmm.